Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 350. Uh, we, in the midst of pre-recording this, knowing that uh, we had some busyness coming up uh, this past week, uh, somehow lost the intro, so I'm trying to record it uh, verbatim, and I will be playing the parts of both Linz and Charles. Tony, stop doing, saying those things! Yeah, Tony, uh... I'm the new guy, Charles. I'm just kidding. I'm totally not going to do that because that would be terrible for an intro. Anyways, uh, since we did pre-record this, we're not doing the normal format. Uh, we instead uh, watched the Bandersnatch, the um, Black Mirror movie, Choose Your Own Adventure. Uh, we have our thoughts on it as well as some of the endings that we got to. Uh, since recording this, we've already seen some other articles of some other secret endings that have come out beyond the original five that they have said were in there. We also got into a bit of a controversy with one of our friends within the comic book industry uh, involving this uh, Black Mirror episode. And then we kind of got into some copyright things. We talked a bit about what came first, the chicken or the egg, slash uh, which superheroes... Uh, were first established and how pretty much carbon copies of each other so anyways grab something to drink sit back and join us on our adventure or choose your own adventure with drunk on comics podcast episode 350 the dark reflection of bandersnatch Idea is really cool. I can't believe they even accomplished it. I know. That some that some button showed up on my screen while I was at Netflix on my phone. I watched Wait, you it, watch on, my it phone. on your phone. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I can't imagine trying to do the TV thing. We used we computer. used our PlayStation to, Four. If if okay, so if I'm on the you know console, mm-hmm. I have to press a button left or right or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I if I want to go right, it's probably default left, which is yes. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But if I'm on here, I just press what I want. Right. And that was oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. So when we were watching uh, Bandersnatch, we had to. Sh- uh, I was at my friend's house who had an Apple TV, and I heard ahead of time that that didn't work. But it was she had from heard. Me. She, okay, it was from you. If you need the praise. I do because we have an Apple TV too, and it didn't work through there. I have a yeah, Roku Apple TV two or one. I think it's a or two. three. Is there a three? I don't know. I thought she was saying also. And yeah. Apple TV also. I know. That's what there's specifically. I think it's a two. Well, <laughs> all Apple devices don't work. Right. You can't even screen mirror from an iPhone or... Oh, how, is that... How'd you get it to work then? What, what are you talking about? Is that an iPhone? Yeah. And you got to, it to work on yours? On Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm saying. Maybe well maybe you can watch it specifically. Oh, yes, because she had it on her phone. We were trying to screen mirror it to it, uh, and it and it would like it starts for like thirty like a second, and then it it won't continue buffering on the the screen. So we had to do a workaround and looking through everything online and find out you can go through a computer, which you could screen mirror the computer to the TV and make that just a giant computer screen. 
and then go through there, and then you just had to move the cursor to get you it did to work. A lot of work to watch. This. Yes, like I really <laughs> should have brought over my Roku because I knew that would work, but that's how we ended up. Alexa, can you fix his problems for me, please? <laughs> Seriously, no, out of this. No, Charles, he has too many. <laughs> can I compute? <laughs> Breaking down, smoking. He's going to be the first ever person to give Alexa a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> Will I dream? Mm. <laughs> I see well, yes. the way you live, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I do not approve. Can you get Tony a girlfriend? <laughs> not this week. <laughs> um, but uh, specifically to uh, Bandersnatch, uh, it was interesting, to say the least. Uh, I didn't. I knew going in that you're going to have choices. I didn't know how those choices would be, uh, how much time you would have, if it would automatic default to one or the other, if it would just kind of like keep ticking and I have to say I liked how every single one seemed kind of seamless once you picked it it was almost like in the middle of a pause or just someone staring but it it flowed I thought really well in what your choice mm. was which is why I heard that the Apple TV didn't work because it doesn't have a good catching system which wouldn't preload how those things would show up that's what I heard the technological side of it was that it didn't work but yeah, That's I, what... all of those words mean nothing to me. <laughs> what, what I didn't like about it was that... What I didn't like, this is my theme. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't go off the timeline. You're still on the timeline. So no matter what you do, your choices were BS. You choose what cereal you want, sure, it deviates for like a second, but then you get brought back in. Like when he yeah, went you, to the guy's house and took what, the... You notice, what? though, later on that that was the commercial that they played on the TV show, right? Probably not, because you have a blank look. So whatever. No, I. I mean, whatever. I mean, you, you, you know that I, you saw some things I didn't see because you you make a choice, and sometimes I went back. Well, let's hear. Well, let's the try fun... to go into the flow of with. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of spoilers, and we're going to talk and about I'm do endings. Just, I'm not going to spoil. Or, and mm -hmm. we're going to nope. do everything. The first choice comes up with what do you want? What cereal? Yeah. Which, sure. What do you guys it's choose? Fair. Both. I did both. I've oh. I've ran through this like five times. Damn. <laughs> I didn't choose anything. I just let it go. Oh, I watched go to see what would happen. And what it do? It Sugar just, puffs? It just, yeah, it chose for you, and then it kind of lets you go backwards. And then go. it gives you an option to go back to choose again anyway. Well, certain ways do. I mean, obviously then one because, of the next choice... Well, no, then there's there endings. Is... To each one has an ending. Like if you... At one point, uh, one of the guys was like, you chose wrong, mate. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, and then it takes mate. you back. Yeah, wrong path, mate. You know. Well, there was the the, the big choice that the everyone I think first chose, which was accept the the job. Yeah, that's what I did. Right, uh -huh. and then it was like right every choose your own adventures. You get to that point where you die, and then you're like, oh shit, I want to go back to you like a previous right. choice. And that was where my first and realizing that you could you could end the the movie with. Being like, okay, then that fucking sucked. And then the fun thing about going. it was, though, when it makes you do it again, they've all got this weird deja vu, which is so much fun. Yes. Well, it felt a little bit like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Like he waking up, and it almost felt like he knew that he was in there. There was small... But not just him, other people yeah, too. Yeah. Because there uh -huh. were some things where it seemed like it was shot differently. Yeah. Specifically that one, because uh, um, the I forget the two characters' name, but blonde haired dude Colin. was then saying like you know oh he had a little bit different dialogue at right. that point mm -hmm. and then of course the only choice you had was to say refuse and then get the more time and then 
really more of the past go. But one of the other choices right prior to that was what song did you guys choose? I think actually we ended up choosing the compilation one both times. I don't think we ever did the Thompson Twins. Oh really? I, I did. I did Thompson I Twins. I do not like the Thompson Twins. I just chose the Thompson Twins. Personal oh. choice dictated that one. Okay. Well, I know. I was just seeing what your personal choice is because I feel like I would get to know more of who you guys are. The choices you make, especially towards the end, some of those choices you make might be a little scary in in the. No. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. But seriously though, this uh, this whole thing was choose your own adventure movie about a book being made into a video game with a person that doesn't realize that he has no free will. Right. As it is. So it's like a, it's an inception sort of scenario, Mm -hmm. kind of. It's a story within a story and you're part of, it makes you part of the story. It's kind of weird like that. It made me feel things. (laughs) (laughs) That is scary. (laughs) That is scary. (laughs) I felt. (laughs) Now, uh, did you guys get to the part where they did some drugs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I chose to have Colin jump off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You obviously probably did every single choice there I is. I did both, yeah. I did both. You gotta what, find uh, out what happens, right? I, yep. I, I, I was kind of upset. My friend didn't... She clicked Colin. I was like, no! I wanted the main dude to jump, and yeah. we didn't get that. Step so I want to know what happened. He jumps, and then the... That's a spoiler. You want to know yeah. Okay, he, well, you know. He jumps, and he dies, and somebody else finishes the game, and the game comes out, and it's terrible. The end. Go back. Choose again. <laughs> oh, I feel like there's other endings where then it ended with someone else finished it, and it yeah. was also terrible. So that's there's yeah. other endings that can coincide yeah. with some of the choices you make. Well, when he jumped, didn't Colin, or which one, the the creepy one? Colin. Colin. Didn't yeah. he finish it? Yeah, he finished yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Hurriedly. Hurried, yeah, and say. Hurriedly. They even remarked that there was not enough um, uh, quality put into the game after it was finished. And he's like, horrible, stupid, you know, boring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have ever put it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Always- the review changes, like, even though he's kind of saying, like, this was terrible, like, what, how, how he describes it as terrible changes. How terrible? Depending on how it was finished. <laughs> See, it's interesting that. Uh, how far into the game you get? How far into the story before you deviate from the main idea. From what I've heard, there are 42 option choices that you can go down. When you do the permeations and everything, that's over a trillion possible story threads that you could go down if you went all the way to the left one time, right one time, then left the other. Seems like a lot of time. Multiplication. It is a lot of time. I don't think anyone's going to truly go through that many. But Nobody would start from the beginning again. Right. Isn't that the idea? Yes. You have to start from the beginning. Yeah. Again so, like, I'm, different... so if a trillion different people pick this, they could all go their own separate paths to get to an right. ending. And their ending might be the same, but how they got there, right? Like, they might have all, they might have chosen different serials. Yeah. Because it seemed like, some shit like I that. saw a couple endings, but I didn't know if it was the endings or not because I didn't like I died or someone else died, and then it gave me the option to go back, and I didn't know. Well, we're gonna keep going down this rabbit hole until we couldn't anymore. Yeah, rabbit hole. Bandersnatch, got it? Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I oh never put those two together. Uh, Jabberwocky. <laughs> Are we just saying weird things? <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, let's talk about a bit of the story and what paths you went down, Linz. I went down, uh, we went down a lot of paths. I don't know what specific. What was your you want. most favorite? My favorite one is when they end with Colin's daughter 
re was that his daughter? That was his daughter. From where? Who was he having sex with? When Whoa, you meet and... him in the when he goes to Colin's house, yeah, he says, "This the... is my wife yes. and this is my, my daughter." Yeah. Oh, Col- right. okay. It's yeah. very Colin. short, but there it was. Uh, Stefan. I just thought that was just a random chick that was doing drugs with him. Stefan, because that's how they say his name in the movie. Mm-hmm. Stefan is the main character. Colin is the blonde guy. Got it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> his daughter comes across like the. Because I guess it, in that path, it never gets finished. And so Colin's daughter comes across it and, like, her dad's stuff and decides she's going to redo the game. Was that after Colin got off? No. I actually never got actually to... Actually, he had a getting off to have a daughter, but I still. actually never did that ending where he where Stefan kills Colin. Oh, that one was actually really fucked up because... Yeah. Colin just accepts it. Yeah. He just well, he knows, knows when you make the on. choice. Yeah. He just, no, he like gives him a blunt object and says, do it, man. Yeah. Come on, do it. And I'm like, Colin is privy to information. He yeah. knows. He knows what's going on. He knows more. He, he's like, a, he's a guide, isn't he? He's, he's like, a guide he in almost the story. He knows guide. some things. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did some drugs and he's knows the universe and knows that he's, he's known in for a, a while, simulation but... type yep. mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. There is no free will, only Zool. Okay. Um. <laughs> or packs or whatever. Yeah. The demon in the in the game, which yeah. there was a couple things to where there was. I felt uh, it was a little H.P. Lovecraft where the reading of the book and this monster and these images and everything made the one writer of the Bandersnatch book go crazy that mm-hmm. they talked about, which then made. Stefan go crazy making it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was one thing. There was this other thing of PAX where it seemed like it was uh, a mental type It was a government simulation. agency yeah. where they were trying to do like mind experiments on him. That one was actually pretty cool too where his dad wasn't actually his dad. He was just the scientist feeding him And that's what I'm so fucked up with so many choices that I made that I don't know which was real and which wasn't. I don't and think it matters. how which ending I got to. Yeah. But they were all very interesting, yeah. like most Black Mirror episodes. You know, I think this is actually one of the most amazing things that they've ever done with, uh, with let's say, just Netflix and is making it, um, making it interactive mm-hmm. for people to choose their own whatever and all the different variations and stuff. If if they keep on doing this, uh, everyone's time is just going to go out the window. Yeah. God. What episode <laughs> are you on? Uh, two. Oh yeah, I'm I'm only on four. Like, <laughs> I've been on four for. Six weeks. <laughs> well, they did have... Uh, Netflix had first tried it with the Puss in Boots uh, stories for kids where a little more simpler, uh, less, you know, many choices. But in that sense, they found out that you could have some extra animation and do different storylines and making people feel like they are part of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say the biggest, like, what the fuck moment that I also laughed out loud and loved was this is Netflix, like choosing the Netflix um, logo. Yeah. And who's, if somebody give me a sign, that one, and you have to choose who's giving him the signs. One of the options is Netflix. And on the computer pops up somebody typing, I'm watching you on Netflix. And then he's like, what's Netflix? <laughs> and then you have to try to explain it to him. And it's very it's very much like it's a streaming service for entertainment <laughs> yeah. from the from, future. From the future. <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck is going on? And then his dad comes in and he's like, I'm being controlled by a Netflix. <laughs> that was interesting little 
It's true, though. Yeah, it's exactly. It was the most truest choice, I thought. It's exactly what was happening. And then shit happened, and then you reset, and then wake up to the same song, like I said, like Groundhog's Day. They made the whole sneer, which which is why I felt weird things, is that they made the whole sneer a real thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you were actually controlling this character for reals. Yeah, and there's no, there's no. That's not true about it. It's, it actually is true. Right, especially when they start adding the net, the whole Netflix thing, because then he starts calling you friend, and I'm like, I'm his uh, friend. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're kind of like associates. <laughs> it's me. I'm doing it. I don't believe in slavery, but do what I want. Yeah, <laughs> please. So one of the big things is they shot over five hours worth of video that is spliced up in here in some server room that I'm wondering oh. the technology behind. That gets you from A to B to B to C to go back to B to then go to E and how that all works. Because yeah. that just seems mind-boggling. And Don't what little programming it. that I know, how do you do it? And I understand you can do that to games. Wait, you know programming? I know a little. Well, fix our website. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that much programming. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's five hours of footage? Total footage. If you were to, like, you know, make the choice, go back, do the different choice... You could sit there for five hours? Is that what you're saying? to see everything. And that's where most people... Netflix has come out and said there's five official endings. Holy shit. With a secret ending now that people have said, which we'll get to in a bit. But then other people think there's even more deeper secret, secret endings that you have to go a certain path to get to this, to get to this, to get to this that some people haven't found out yet. Because there's a lot of websites that now have some of the secret endings that you can easily just read them or find the code to get to other certain things. And Netflix can't have this happen. Can't uh, have this like this interactive movie show thing with with commercials. There's no way. Right. There's no way there'll ever be commercials in this. If, people, if there were commercials, it just falls apart. Yeah. Just completely. That's why product placement becomes important and so stuff important. like that. Mm-hmm. I, so if you ever think that there's going to be commercials on Netflix one day... Well, just kiss Black Mirror uh, goodbye because they're gonna that won't even sh- they're gonna make be any sugar sense. puffs and frosted flakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they're gonna do it, right? I mean, yeah, that probably is how they're gonna do it, and they're gonna incorporate into the the actual movie. So, does the person want to drink? Does he want to buy a ads. Honda or drink a Coke? Or oh my gosh, it's gonna be so pathetic. very much like in Futurama. <laughs> the cartoon where they're watching stuff in their brains. You can actually purchase stuff while you're watching the movie. Mm. Just hit a button. And be oh like, my oh, gosh! That sounds good, and it comes to you from Amazon. That's yep. I can see that happening. That's the future. Hopefully, not in our heads. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I can't. Feels apocalyptic to me. <laughs> it, it's a little. I can't. I don't. I don't know if the opportunity was was given that I would join that. Join that scene. Being able to watch movies in my brain. So much can go wrong. I don't know. I, I, The reason I didn't like a lot of the interaction things is I have to do things. Yeah. And I'd rather do other things. And it'd be awesome if I could just look somewhere and have it going on like I had Google Glasses or something like sure. that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, Does that even make sense? Google, Google, Google Glass. Glasses. Google Glass. Google Glass. Yeah, yeah. Those, those were right. those. Yeah. There's a little display in the thing, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, was it the Google ones or was it did Apple have them? There were those glasses that were out for a minute. Yeah, you Google, could, Google Glass. Yeah. Or they had Google Cardboard that you could... Uh, they'd send you a free cardboard thing that you put your phone face. in front of. Well, hey, they sent it to you. No, I had it. 
Yeah, and I think that's like Nintendo now has the has oh, the Labo yeah, things that you the can only thing about the, the cardboard is that there's a little uh, there's um <laughs> magnifying glasses in there ah. so that you can so you can have it so close to your face and still be able to look at it and not have to focus your right. eyes. Right. Can you imagine? And if those things ever tilted, like goodbye, like <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. Can you imagine? So with, with the five hours of actual footage that's there. How much that took to actually shoot, because you know reshoots and everything, and how being an actor, being told, all right, you got to do this again, but now you chose, and I keep going back to the yep. same simple first choice, but now you got to do your reaction to the sugar puffs, and you didn't do that reaction properly. Let's shoot it again, yeah, over and over and over again. But yeah. now you chose Frosted Flakes, so let's do that again. So they pretty much shot multiple movies. To be fair, though, a lot of movies nowadays do. Do multiple shots. Said, alternate. Do do. Like especially in comedies, you'll they'll they'll do improvisational scenes, right? Where they yes, there's improvisational. They, unle- they unleash like ten different. They do ten different takes, and each time some they say something different. Okay, like in Liar Liar, they let him say a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. They let him just play around and stuff. Yeah, you know, Jim Carrey in right. Liar Liar. Right. And I get that for each scene, but as an actor, when you're trying to get into this person. You kind of read the script now and you see where they end, so you kind of get that sense of, I'm turning down a dark path, or I'm going to get the love interest, or I'm going to go this way, and how you'd set that up. But when you have all these different endings with scenes that are some people will never see, how yeah. you then differentiate yourself, Like I almost feel like the actors would kind of go a little crazy of like, I'm, I'm lost in what we're doing now, like, I don't even know what this ending in, what is going on here? Yeah. I don't know. I, I find the whole undertaking, I just want more of it because it's so, yes. And I think there will be studies sometime in universities about this, maybe. Probably not, but... Oh, no, what there are probably will be. There will be film degrees oh. that are gotten based on doing a thesis on this. So the, so what path you choose and stuff determines what kind of person you are? Oh, yeah, you're the Myers-Briggs the, test somehow. The, the explorer, is it the person who goes through every single variation? Mm-hmm. Do you kill your father one way or another way? I mean... Do you choose to kill yourself? Did you roll some dice and just pick A or B? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, did that a couple times to some of the choices that didn't seem to matter. Yeah. Flip the coin. Yeah. Flipping a coin. That's more like... I felt like that was a little more chance than predetermination, so we gave our guy a little bit of life. Yeah, he's not real. When it came to the cereal... To be clear, Tony. <laughs> when it came to the cereal, they're like, do you want this kind of cereal, this kind of cereal? It's like, I'm on a diet. Neither one, please. And that's a choice. <laughs> I didn't have... What? You choose not to choose, and, and it, it oh, chooses for okay, you. Okay, you choose not to choose. And then it's chosen for you. That is not how life works. <laughs> that, well, that Kind of. Remember in um, Stranger Than Fiction, when Will Ferrell decides not to do anything at all, as Dustin Hoffman's character advises him to do? He does nothing, and in comes a... Um, uh, wrecking ball in his, oh, his apartment his house. because he yeah. wasn't doing anything. He tried to move the f- story forward. I do remember that. Yeah, it's been a really choose not to time. choose, and the the story chooses for you. It's like you got to choose. That's realistic. Your own you adventure. Yeah. Like yeah. if I if I choose not to do anything, yeah. like those bills are gonna pay up. The char- the power's gonna go out. You know, right? That's, I'm gonna yeah, die of true. something. That's true. Now, did you guys get to an ending where you had to put in a code? No. It was one of the few uh, times where it wasn't just an A or B choice. Yeah. You had to put in a five-digit code. Yeah. Oh, the number. Yeah. To call your psychiatrist. Yes. I was so pissed. We got that wrong. We weren't paying attention. I thought that it was hidden in some other things, which I also felt 
maybe they didn't need to do that, but maybe there is some hidden meanings in some things that you see that you would then know that's the path you should start going down towards. Mm -hmm. But yes, I don't know what happened then in that ending. So, I mean, you either get a hold of your psychiatrist or you don't, right? And if you get a hold of your psychiatrist, you don't get the option to chop your dad's head off. Oh. It's only, you only bury him and you don't get the option. You just do it. Okay. So, you don't, the and the chopping the head off is one of the more interesting endings. That's weird, but. Well, one of the, the big secret ones to throw out there, and obviously if people have been listening now, they obviously have seen this and they want to know kind of some more of the interactions within, is you go through it all. You get to the, however you get to this ending, we didn't actually get to it, but we found it online, that you start off the day again, but you kind of skip ahead to going to getting on the the bus, and you get no choice of what tape you're going to listen to. It just, he puts in a cassette tape, and it starts doing like, kind of like the screeching kind of dial-up sound that Mm. you would have from a computer. So some nerds out there uh, in the, the real world Right away, started thinking with this uh, the XQR uh, software that they were talking about in the thing is real software, and I'm saying the wrong name for it. They thought, what if we run it through there and listen to it, and somehow it made a QR code. The QR code took you to a website, Mm -hmm. um, which after knowing that, we uh, put it on the big screen, and then I QR code it, but then we saw right below there was a link to it anyways, to go to Tuckersoft.net, which brings up the history of Tuckersoft, um, Metalhead, and this also gets into a lot more of the Black Mirror putting a lot of their other episodes Mm -hmm. or just name dropping or kind of just making it kind of more collective of these are all kind of, I don't know. They all exist in the same world. Yes, or, well, not necessarily the same world, because they were video games. They were just kind of naming things from past things. So uh, there was the Black Mirror episode where they did the museum, which all those uh, stories within that episode came to fruition at the end, as well as some other nods to past ones. Which I thought was the very end of Black Mirror. Yeah. Completely. And I thought, well, that was a good run. they're not coming back. I thought they were never going to come back. It seemed like a very conclusive. It felt like a good ending. Yeah. Somewhat. I don't. I, I love them though. I'm glad they're continuing. I mean, this is just kind of the first before the rest of the fifth season. Yeah. But within this website, there's a couple fun things to do besides just reading everything. Is you can download the nosedive game and actually play it. It's an actual game where, but you need to have that software. So unfortunately, I can't download it on my phone. So there's a software that you have to have to. That's an emulator for this game, mm-hmm. so you can play it on your computer. Yes. Do they give you the link to download the emulator? Uh, you just have to look Search for it. it. Is it yeah. something that works inside of a browser, or inside just a program by itself, an application, if you will? You know. Yeah, just an application. Okay. Which is actually something that I'm going to probably do later because hmm. I want to play Nosedive. Which is funny when you think Nosedive, the game is kind of catching eyeballs while falling out of, uh, you a know, window. a por- window yeah. or apartment. Yeah. Kind of like those two choices. I'd have called it when catching. Colin's eyeballs were kind of drooping, and then there's a choice of nose diving off the the porch there. Right. Hmm. Did you get it? Did you get that symbolism there? That cohesion. The symbology. Yes. <laughs> Which is actually a word. 
Is it really? Yes, it is. Oh, I thought you did a Tonyism. No, nope. <laughs> you did it. Oh yeah. So no, yeah, no, it wouldn't be because it'd be a real word. Actually, Do you guys know what the actual uh, Black Mirror itself, the title, means? If anybody's wondering and doesn't know, then Black Mirror is just basically what you see when your Look screen is off. Screen. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can see yourself, and there's a, it's like a little black mirror. If yep. your TV's off, if your computer's off, there's a black mirror looking right back at you. Well, besides, so basically, it's talking about technology. Oh, very well. It's, it's very much free. so. And if you, you mean obviously, right? Watching oh, the show, I thought you this was know. about medieval knights and uh, oh, wait, that last Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, uh, yes, that is very true, and. Uh, I don't want to cut you off there, but I was going to go back to what I was saying. Oh, yeah, let's go back to you. <laughs> you didn't cut me off. Okay. Uh, the white bear symbol was predominant throughout this whole entire thing. Right. So, let, to, to to be clear, this is just a theory, the white bear thing. So, because the symbol act, actually is the, the choice divider, right? It's the line down and then the... it. So, it, it's in this, it's supposed to look like... The brackets for when you're drawing the choice lines. Okay, the brackets when you draw, so yeah. when the choices come up of this or yeah. that. Yeah, so like if you were going to graph this and you get A so like, like or a B. Y? Uh-huh. Yeah. So like these are your decisions. So bra- decision A or a decision B. Yeah. And it comes from here's your question and then so all of those choice brackets. That's what it looks like. And that's kind of what they allude to it is in the movie itself. It's like but Doc Brown's timeline. Also, it is the white bear symbol. From White Bear, which also could mean that this is just a punishment that he's living out. And yeah, I had never thought of that at all. But when you had mentioned that to me, I realized, holy shit, that would be awesome if it was. It would totally make sense on why it keeps starting over. Because in White Bear, she keeps reliving that punishment every day. And maybe it's because of all the deaths that he caused throughout it that he then... Right is having to relive it basically a living hell mm-hmm. like a punishment system yep because that was one of the most crazy that was one of the few normally i'm good at guessing ahead on watching shows like this of oh i already kind of know the the ending that one i kept thinking it was like some fucking like alien invasion with like mind snatchers <laughs> and like this person was the only one sane and then when it got to the end and i'm like holy oh shit. for white bear yeah yeah that is one of the best black bear episodes now, I will say, uh, I also love Nosedive, the actual episode, because that is so close to where we are as a society with liking everything, and we're not there with the currency yet, God, but holy we shit, are we there. there? So one of the things within this uh, little website is you can, there's a little ad at the bottom that just has some stars going that you can click on, you can type in your name, you can type in a friend's name. You can put whatever, and you can give them whatever stars, and then it gives you the option to share it on social media as if you were doing that within uh, that episode. Those those things, those little stars, whatever, they're not currency. They're like a credit system. Right. So, like, if you want to get a better, a larger, like in the the show, she wanted to get a better vehicle, an updated one, Mm -hmm. but she didn't have enough credit, basically. Right. Right? And she's not influence. giving out anything. She didn't have she's enough influence. Influence. Yeah, there it is. Here's an ad on this thing for... for you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> new, new job listings for uh, Tuckersoft. There's a lot of interactive stuff within this sure. uh, small I would website, hope so. Which is great when a movie has other outside influences that you can then interact with. Right. Isn't there a pop-up shop that... Oh, yeah. In Birmingham and London, there's two Tucker... What was it called? Tuckersoft. Tucker's News Agent and Games. So it looks like the it's set up to look like the record store that he goes to in the 
movie, but it has like ads for the games that they came that come out, and there's comic books on the shelves that are based on Black Mirror episodes and records and stuff like that. You can't go in them; they're just storefronts. Mm-hmm. Like they haven't opened the doors to them yet, and I don't know that they're going to. But they just popped up one day in maybe these neighborhoods. They, maybe they wanted to film something certain time at a certain day. And somehow Using within QR code. this, you can find out when that is to unlock the door. Oh, mm-hmm. And then you get it's everything inside, activated. which is you, probably a bunch of blank covers of then stuff. Then you escape our the game. The password is Jabberwocky. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ever think, though, too, some of the times, like when we started uh, the first uh, repeating of this, mm-hmm. I was starting to think that maybe there wasn't an ending and we just keep going through this in a loop as if oh my God, we're terrible. the ones that were stuck in the game and we keep Ooh. playing to finish yeah. it. You know that would, people would be like so mad. They'd never yeah. do it again. Yeah. I specifically would never do it again. Oh, I, knew, I wouldn't either, but philosophically and everything, mm-hmm. that's kind of a It'd cool... it give you this cool experience that... You got to experience this hell. And then you kind of like, yay, I experienced it. Never fucking again. I'm never trusting a Black Mirror episode. (laughs) We gotcha. That sounds terrible. So one of the things that uh, they've pulled from, as we already said, was um, Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Um, A lot of that, there was going through the looking glass, uh, even in some of the Right, which was also sort of a Donnie Donnie Darko-ish kind of play too because that exact the way they exactly go through the mirror and then end up in the past is 100% a, a, something that happened in Donnie Darko but they also uh, took uh, well obviously a lot from Choose Your Own Adventure books because right. that's a whole brain of itself but Imagine Software oh and yeah it is ZX Spectrum because Imagine Software British video game developer um, that was producing software for the ZX Spectrum in the VIC-20 uh, console, whatever. Thing that yes, played thing. games. And From within the that, they end up closing within, uh, I think it was 84. So this whole thing was, well, there's one of the things where the uh, endings where the software company closes. But one of the last videos or video games that they were developing was a video game called Bandersnatch. No clue what the hell that actually was. Probably nothing with this game. But it's kind of cool that this also took some other real-life world things and tried to make it almost as if this is what could have happened had Stefan finished the game. Stefan. So with that, I want to go into... Um, unless you guys have anything else to talk about for... No. I think we spent actual... enough time on the actual product itself. We have a good friend in the comic book industry who, um, as of last week, uh, posted on social media, uh, Bandersnatched, which I do think is kind of a clever, funny name. Uh, He feels that this episode had taken certain uh, story elements as well as some dialogue uh, within some of his works that he's had published for... Couple years before this, um, and our friend Dirk Manning uh, has been very uh, outspoken about it. Which, for having known him for a while, I've never seen him like this before. Meaning, I do be outspoken. Well, <laughs> no, he's outspoken, Make but in a ne- making something in a negative light. He's always ah. a very positive, but he does feel very negative towards this because of the way he feels that certain elements were taken. 
Um, you can go to Bleeding Cool and see the article that he helped write um, that kind of lays out his thoughts on what he feels happened within this, uh, as well as you can see the free the story that he feels directly takes from this. Um, a couple other things that not going to really get into because different opinions from certain people, um, obviously not being him, we don't have the same mindset site or interworkings. And I know that he just posted the other day that he is done talking about it uh, on social media because there's maybe other things that are going to go on with people yeah, that can actually not, get things to not work. actually appropriate to yeah. discuss it uh, one side or the other. So that's all we're going to talk about that. But, but it's interesting. It, it sure. is interesting because that happens a lot in the comic book world. Mm. And not just in the comic book world, but in the world in general of copyright. Right. And it sounds bad because I hate copyright. I understand it, but I hate the laws that we have now of copyright because of how long they are. Copyright and it, laws. And it all stems from the house of mouse. Uh Pretty much, it used to be, and I'm kind of going off of some not factual numbers, but I believe it was 14 years, and then you could get an extension of 14 years for a total of 28 years for when you invented something. And this isn't just written works. This is any sort of patent or anything. Kind of like when um, the Beatles, their uh, their copyrighted, copywritten, right? music, whatever, right, mm -hmm. was uh, it became up for auction, and Michael Jackson actually bought it, and he had, he had just, oh, he he had just filmed some stuff yeah. with Paul McCartney, I don't know what happened before or after, but he was friends with them, and I, I mean, I can't imagine someone just buying whatever I created and, and then being friends with him still. Well, it goes a little bit beyond that, though, where there is individual rights that you hold, or is it public domain? And there's so much now within the world that is not public domain because of these uh, draconian copyright uh, laws. The Happy Birthday song is one of those things that not you... supposed to be in any movies or anything, right? It is public domain now. It just went into public domain. And you know why last it went into public domain? Because it aged out of public domain. Yes. Yeah. And so or now, now people can can do that. Um, why it was ever in public domain or individual? Wow. Because. Uh, that was a curious one because there was no person that had the copyright on it and someone else made a copyright on it, not the original person. And how does that work? There's so much fucked up stuff within copyright. It's mind boggling. It's crazy that you can copyright something that you did not create. Well, it's crazy that you could copyright something way beyond the life of the person that created it, such as Walt Disney. Um, one of the big things that is going to be a big debate, and it's something that I know we're going to talk about many times until then, but within, uh, I believe it's 2024, um, Steamboat Willie becomes public domain, being the first uh, actual... Uh, you don't know what Steamboat Willie is, though. It's one of the first cartoons made by Disney. It's like the proto Mickey Mouse. It's got Mouse. a bunch of whistling and there's like mm -hmm. some tunes going on and there's a villain, right? What, what was the villain's Pete. name? Pete, right? That's Pete and, and Minnie. So, so those would be public domain. However, there's also trademark. And with trademark, that is something completely different. Trademarks that they, are forever. 
trademarks are forever, and those should be because right. they are symbols. They are certain looks. Things associated a... with a company that you wouldn't want somebody else using because there is a direct association. Yes. So Mickey Mouse is trademarked because Mickey Mouse is directly associated with Disney. Because Steamboat Willie, I mean, there's kids that don't even know who that is anymore. So there's no reason why they would have that trademarked. So it would just fall under copyright. However, what happens when that finally goes into the public domain with trademarks on that um, is yet to be seen. And that's why I say we're going to definitely talk about this a little bit more. Um, however, I do want to get into um, some Supreme Court rulings back in 2003 um, that went against 20th Century Fox uh, was trying to use trademark law to extend an expired copyright. And the Supreme Court said you can't use trademarks to do that. Now, we all know Disney has a shit ton of money, mm -hmm. and they're going to try to extend uh, copyright laws probably indefinitely. They would love to do that because what happens is the moment that uh, Mickey goes uh, public, that's a, or Steamboat Willie goes public, what's next is their next couple uh, movies that they came out. Uh, 2027 would see Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, then we'd get to see Fantasia and Dumbo and Bambi. So, to be clear, though, they're not the original authors of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And that's also a thing where, yes, you can make... There's already plenty of movies of that. So there, There's other movies of Cinderella, but... Those specific images. Most people associate those right. with Disney... So you have to have a lot of money to even do fan-made things. Otherwise, Disney could do a cease and desist, and you would have to kind of comply because you don't have the money to go up against but them. But it's great PR, though. When Disney tells you to stop doing what you're doing, yeah, you're doing something fun. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where all this uh, is going to head to, and I am quite uh, happy and excited. Actually, right after watching the movie, my friend actually works at a patent office. She fills out patents. I found out that uh, there is uh, a certain website that you can look up trademarks. And I've always known within the comic book industry, or at least movie industry, you have the code words for certain movies that they kind of trademark to have on sets, so not given away. Like uh, Blue Harvest was the code word for Star Wars. Um, and that's really the only one that comes to mind right now. But most movie sets uh, have whatever those are. And some people can search the internets for these things to get a little clue of what's to come. So we started just messing around, and I told her to put in Avengers, and Avengers Endgame came up, and that word and everything in trademark was put in December 4th, a couple days before the trailer dropped. So if you were smart enough, you could go to this website, it's a free public website, start searching around, you can see images of certain things, uh, learn that certain things expire. So there was a random one because we were primarily looking at Disney where you could now use a certain name on juices and this and that because that had expired. I had to do something with car racing and stuff, but they still had the patent for um, kids' clothes and underwear and everything. Yeah. So that the copyright, trademark? the trademark, okay, um, through this because this was all the trademark type stuff, sure. And how, how it works. Because when you have trademarks, you got to do specific categories for the trademark. All this is like lawyer central that I don't even understand. Yeah, it gets a little complicated. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. 
But I then was looking at some other things, and I was like, I found out there's a movie coming out from Disney um, soon because, or that's in development. And then I Googled the name that I saw in there, and then I saw one article of it. So obviously they're already trying to get the trademark to set up for this new Disney princess, which I forget the name, but it's going to be a new Disney princess movie that they're getting in development. So there's certain things you can glean by going... Yeah, Within that's where this. all those, when you get rumors about stuff, that's where all that stuff starts, I bet. I looked up some of the uh, the code words for the names of the movies when they were trying to disguise it. Um, Back to the Future Part 2 was called Paradox. That's pretty silly. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Se- Secrets was called Incident on 57th Street. So silly. <laughs> Iron Man 2 was called Rasputin. What? That's weird. That is weird. Well, it had a Russian. But it did, yeah. Whiplash was from Russia, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I mean, that's a stretch. I it mean, is a little... The oh, Matrix it's... Reloaded was called Burly Man. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> they sound like the people that make Dude. the titles for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of fun. Mm. But yeah, so when it comes to, to specifically... Uh, works within the comic book industry there is so many things that are borrowed from yeah other people right and it's kind of nuts how much there is, is. It's, yeah well if even if you so if you go back to the inception of comic books it was one comic book company stealing from another comic book company stealing from another comic book company stealing from another like it just go back and so you have superman and then you have captain marvel right who is basically superman and they stole all those from the rock paintings from cavemen and well the first comic book when uh-huh. when um when all the, when all these other comic book companies started creating characters who were super powered um dc who was not dc what were they ec comics back then do you remember what the original dc comics name was i thought i think it's ec comics maybe but they sued everybody even if the character was not even close to a superman type character if he was super powered and a hero they would sue them because they stole the idea of having a superhero comic so they were so happy for like the first 20 years that's because copyright laws get in the way of good ideas copyright laws were like there wasn't even a law back then though not really. Not like it exists today. The copyright law wasn't until 1976. Well, even now there's some similarities within comic books that you get away with, but some that are just like, okay, like right. that's crazy. I think the biggest one that comes to my mind is Man-Thing and Swamp-Thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. those two in themselves look nearly identical. Now, granted the basis and the story of each ones, but when they are the giant swamp monster, they look a, a lot alike. Like how Deadpool and Deathstroke look so similar, right? Well, I think Rob Liefeld came out and specifically said he totally ripped off the design of, of Deadpool from Deathstroke. Well, I mean, uh, Green Arrow and, <laughs> so, well, and it's, it's Slade, Slade Wilson, Wilson and Wade, Wade Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like they also did something where it was. Uh, Another mockery of the names, but it was a Marvel book to make fun of Deathstroke and... Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have also, like, Hawkeye and Green Arrow. Yeah. Well, in Green Arrow, the creator of Green Arrow basically was like, yeah, he's Robin Hood. He's 100% Robin Hood. 
I did not come up with an original idea. He looks like Robin Hood because that is who I drew him from, is Robin Hood. Yeah, he looks like the Errol Flynn Yeah, he exactly. He looks exactly like the Errol, Errol Flynn. This is a black and white film. <laughs> if you didn't know about this, <laughs> Robin Hood, played by Errol Flynn, yep. who had a very specific um, uh, trimming of the facial hair, oh, yeah. right? Yes. Uh, which so reminds he... me of Wesley from... Uh, Star Trek? No, the, the... Oh. the You said Wesley? Wesley from... Blade? Blade? Something Bride. I can't think of it right Princess now. Princess Bride. Oh. Princess Bride, thank you. Yeah. Uh, had, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. As you wish. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Dread Pirates Roberts. Wesley. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. I am the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> well, you guys want to play a game and guess who came first? Sure. Uh, usually it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I win every time. <laughs> Uh, uh, Ant Man or the Atom? The Who Atom. Came first, the Atom. Hmm. Chicken or the Egg? The Atom. Yeah. 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 The Atom came out in 1961. Ant Man came out in yeah, and he wasn't even a DC character. I think they bought him off somebody else when he came out. Follow mm. through okay. answer. Bonus points. <laughs> <laughs> the more I'm, you the, know, I'm the one making up these points. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, who uh Hawkeye or Green Arrow? Green Arrow. I feel like mm -hmm. Hawkeye is a much newer character. Well, not much. Well, I mean, yes, comparatively, Hawkeye came out in '64. Yeah. Green Arrow was '41. Yeah. Uh, That's an eternity in comic book time. Those actually, are two separate ages. Now that I think are. of it, Marvel's really stealing yeah. from DC a lot. I mean, just giving that away. Quicksilver versus the Flash. Oh, the Flash was definitely yeah. first. Yeah, 40s versus 64. Yeah. Um, God, man. I Marvel actually didn't really find its steam until the 60s. And DC has been putting stuff out since before the dinosaurs existed. What about Mr. Fantastic or Plastic Man? I think that's Mr. Fantastic, isn't it? Nope, Plastic, Man. It Plastic ha, Man. You're wrong. I tricked you. <laughs> what about uh, Wasp and Bumblebee? Oh, Wasp for sure. I mean, Wasp's been around for since the 60s? It's only a 10-year difference, and 60s? Wasp is first, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I only know of Bumblebee because of the name Bumblebee when there were some Transformers Oh my type... gosh, yeah. Didn't Marvel sue Hasbro over the name Bumblebee? Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole other... <laughs> layer to that story. Yeah, that's the only reason why I know who this Bumblebee character is, not knowing that this character actually has been established for a lot longer yeah, than I even knew. she's a villain from Teen Titans. Well, I, I know that now. <laughs> uh, Aquaman or Namor? Oh, Namor. Aquaman. Namor, for sure. Namor. Oh, Namor? Oh, Namor. Yeah, he's... Oh, my bad. Yeah. The first... The first. Uh... He was from Timely Comics. I mean, I have it written in front of me here. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating. I'm not cheating. I'm trying to come up with new ones just in case you missed any <laughs> that are fun. Like Captain America and the Guardian. Captain America and the Guardian? Who's the Guardian? I don't even know who that is. I don't is. know. What, what is known as a similar or um, hmm. a sister uh, character, like one that looks similar. It actually has the same. He has a shield and everything. Huh. You know? Interesting. I mean, it's Captain clearly ripoff. Yeah, it's Captain yeah, America first. By sure. one year, though. Oh, only, only by yeah. a year? Mm -hmm. Wow. That, that's interesting. One of them lasted longer in notoriety than the other one did, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who the heck's the Guardian? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon Grundy or the Hulk? 
Oh. I mean, that's a stretch. They're not that similar. One's dead. Yeah, one, but he's kind of Hulkish like. I think that's the Hulk. And he's gray, actually, you know what? On like this the first one, Hulk. That's on my list is the Hulk and Doomsday, and the reason I think that they have that is because the Hulk. Yeah, but he gets more was... powerful with um, the more power mm-hmm. gets hit at him, the more you know. The, the more uh, force gets out on him, the sure. more powerful it gets, or whatever. So, yeah, like, this, this is, is dumb, though. Everyone should know when Doomsday came out. It's the death, death of Superman, Superman which I'm I was just, alive. I'm just I wasn't saying, alive the, when the same Bruce powers was and born. stuff. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I agree <laughs> with did, you. Did the Hulk come before Solomon Grundy? No, uh, Solomon like, Grundy came out first. I feel like he probably came from a horror comic. Those were big back in the day. Uh, yeah, he debuted in All American Comics number 61. Yeah. A lot of these characters were created for something completely different and then co-opted by DC later. Oh, yeah. Well, just like the Watchmen yeah. series, because they were uh, characters that then DC said, yeah, here, you can use these. Nope, never mind. Takes backsies. And then yeah. they had to come up with all, all new characters that pretty much were better. But I believe that's where... That's just uh, like your opinion, man. No. <laughs> Stolen <laughs> from a movie. <laughs> true, true. This yeah. seems to be the theme today, so I'm gonna go ahead. How about and... this? Doom Patrol, X Men. How about that? I don't say X Men. No, the Doom Patrol came first. Really? Yeah. Yep. From when? It, they were in My Greatest Adventure number eighty in 1963. X Men came out. Oh, this was like June 1963. X-Men came out in September of 1963. Oh, that's some bullshit of months. But if you look at like if you look at the image I saw, if you look at Doom Patrol and you look at the original X-Men, they look very similar. There's a dude in a wheelchair, there's one chick on the group. They all have weird powers. They're all on a team. It's very coincidental that they came out like at the same time. I thought Doom Patrol came out like in the 80s. <laughs> Sounds like a very 80s title. That's the only... You got more? We done with that quiz? Moving on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, do we have... What, we're, what's next? Where are we going from here? Choice A or choice B? <laughs> I'm giving you 10 seconds to choose. I asked the question. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't make the choice. No, because I asked the question. Okay. I'm the question asker. Um, oh, so I have two of you. So I'm going to say, Charles, I choose you. Pikachu. <laughs> I, was, I had to come up with what? All right, and I reset and die. Now I only have your choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dead end, mate. <laughs> we, we totally broke the flow of the conversation here. You went down the wrong um, path. So we, that never happened. I, I know, I know. I'm like, I don't even know how to transition into another topic at this point. I guess the point is, is like, comics have been co-opting each other for forever. It's since the inception of comic books, this is something that's been happening. And they've been, they pilfered from other mediums too, right? So a lot of the original comics were horror comics. They used the traditional horror comic mon- or horror monsters to sell comics and stuff like that. Well, what about art? Oh, they co-opt art all the time. How so? They... <laughs> they, well, you know, basically they just copy it. So they'll take an, take a famous art piece, the Mona Lisa, and use either almost exact replication with changing it to fit their character, or 
they'll it'll influence it enough where you can tell that that's what the influence is. So, I mean, influence versus copying, there's kind of a fine line there. If you're inspired by a work of art, is that bad? Well, are there any artists that do that on a regular Sounds basis? Sounds like bullshitting by saying that there's certain words you can use to try right. to get away with that. I, ins- I was inspired, inspired by. by. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So um, one of the things that's very popular to do, and I don't know that this happens so much with works of art as it does with just people's faces in general, um, but in the comic book... Now, this book, choice line is so much better than yours, Charles. And well, the, you know what? I was working on a question of which came out first, and you know what? It was it was too much time that went by, and it was going to be funny, but you know what? We'll just continue on with your this other choice. This better, better choice. Quotation marks, better. <laughs> Nobody else was doing anything, guys. And you know what? I got plenty to say about this, because there's a reverse there's a re- re- uh, reverse example that I was going to talk about with the Roy Lichtenstein thing. Yeah. You're talking about the, art, the comic books using fine art or... Uh, pop culture stuff. Yep. And this Roy is uh, a, a reverse example of Pop that. artist. Mm-hmm. Pop he, artist. Yep. Who actually, he grounded his... Uh, he draws Pepsi and Mountain Dew. His beginning. <laughs> I mean, some... They, oh Andy Warhol was... Marcy Cola, bro. <laughs> 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 Which is a similar knockoff of... <laughs> so, uh, so Roy Lichtenstein, uh, he took an image out of a cover of a comic called Secret Love that was out in 1962 and he just kind of cropped out this image of a woman drowning. We talked about it in like mm-hmm. two podcasts ago. Um, and then he added these, what they're called, uh, Ben Day Dots. Is that right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I looked up, Ben Day Dots. Yep. So there's a dots system that is used for shading when it comes to print uh, from newspaper and comics, which is you know, just interesting to know, I guess, whatever. But um, he cropped this out. He changed the dialogue in the cloud of thought or speech. And he made it much more simple, and he made this his, his, uh, his baby. Like he made it his his thing that yeah. he wrote this into um, stardom. stardom. Yeah, and he's the guy that you think of now when you think of that sort of art style. Well, you the... should actually. You'd be incorrect if you were thinking of uh, Andy Warhol Me. because this is the guy, right? Right, right, right. This right. is the fella. Yes, yes. Andy or, Warhol. Or Tony. If you're thinking about Tony, <laughs> you're dead wrong. <laughs> so Go back to your last choice. <laughs> Go back to your last choice. <laughs> Anyone but me. This is a dead eye mate. <laughs> so the, the term that they use for this in the comic book industry is swiping. And it's, and it's generally accepted because most of the time they use personal photos. They take pictures of, like, uh, a guy will take a picture of his wife and use her face in the comic book. And he just traces over it rather than spending time on a face when they have to pump stuff out so fast they'll blow through it like that there are some comics artists who will take faces from famous people Sandra Bullock porn stars are a popular choice probably because their faces are readily available and (laughs) (laughs) um, and they'll draw over them and that to me that's kind of like a fine line like do does Sandra Bullock have copyright over her look over her face is it legal for a comic book artist to take a picture of her out of a movie and draw over it and create a character like Greg Land making his famous Jean Grey picture that I love so much I mean that's he took that face from somebody is it or Phil Noto taking the same face from all the other girls to make the same person (laughs) yes exactly Another, another thing that happens is it's called cloning it's when um uh, one comic book artist, uh, he duplicates basically some parts that another comic book artist is known for, and uh, there's a, a 
his name is Dick Giordano. Giordano? You know this? Okay. Yeah, welcome to the club. G- You're now Giordano. one of us. Giordano. He maintained that cloning is not only acceptable, but actually preferable when an artist is filling in for another artist. Oh, to make the styles. I would imagine to keep it consistent, which is really important. I would imagine that that's probably heavily used in house styles Mm -hmm. when artists don't stay the same. The the Marvel and DC don't want the styles to change from artist to artist because then from book to book, right? Different books have different styles, like Squirrel Girl and right. But you you know, an artist will stay on a book for a year maybe, and then they'll get a new one. And but you can't drastically change the look of a book. It will take people out of the story. We really get into it. <laughs> you can't do that to us. So it's it's these fine lines that it's it's I think then pushes people to like where Dirk's at. Where, you know, something may have been taken from him, but it's hard to tell because all of these practices have been so generally accepted and, for so long. And things pass for so long before there's a court case that says this right. can't go on anymore, exactly. even though it's been going on for a long time. And comics have been an unregulated art industry for such a long oh, time. Cons in particular. Yeah. So many people that draw characters that are trademarked. Yep. And like I said before, trademark is, I think, one of the more stronger of the laws protecting things yes. and yeah yes it's, those generally go on right punished because reasons well and so copyrights you can fight with fair use like if you take so so if you take spider-man and you change spider-man so substantially that it kind of becomes a new work of art so if i did a baroque painting of spider-man Golden i could man spider because <laughs> we're inspired right. by because I could argue that it, it falls within fair use because I transformed the piece so much and I didn't take any money away from Marvel by doing this that it should be allowed for me to do. Is that like the Japanese Spider-Man? Have you ever seen that? <laughs> Giant robots and he got his powers from like demons. Yeah. It's... I was actually reading up on that the other day and holy shit is that yeah. uh, they not Spider-Man. Have very except Spider-Man in name. Very soft copyright laws over there. Very much so. Very soft. Um, it, you know, and comics were written under pseudonyms for a really long time. It's hard to tell who even owns it, whether it's, does Marvel own the character? You know, now we're, we're giving the, the rights to original characters to the original authors, but sometimes you don't even know who they are because they worked under houses. Somebody would ink it, somebody would color it. No, I mean, they still work, kind of work that way, but... The specific design was a team effort, so it's hard to even... I wonder how well a... I mean, I know you could make a Norse book because Norse mythology is public domain. Right. It's, you can't really copyright the religion and stuff, but right. Thor, being a char- central character of right. Marvel, I mean, I guess if you didn't have, like... I mean, he'd still have a hammer, but I guess if you didn't make him the same similar properties, but you had a story of him... How far that would fly before Marvel comes in and like if it was a comic story? Yeah, yeah, that is an interesting. Like a lone wanderer, like you know, fighting almost because I almost I feel like Kloss is kind of like yeah. a Thorish type, you know, figure, sure. and I fucking love those books. Uh, where yeah, you could have a story of a Thor, mm-hmm. call him Thor even, right? Just can't call him Mighty, but well, and you run into that with the those. Greek gods and Roman gods and stuff. So I feel like there's a 
uh, Hercules and both oh, they, Marvel and DC. Yeah, and, they have the Greek pantheons yeah. and, and all those. So, you know, you can't really... You can't lay claim to those characters. Not really. But Thor is kind of a special case, I think, because he is so iconic with Marvel. There's probably aspects of him that are definitely, like, within Marvel's hold. I don't, I don't know what it would be. but You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a shout-out to our listeners. If any of you are lawyers... <laughs> Contact us because I would love to get more in depth on all these subjects. I would also like to know if lawyers listen to our podcast. I know of uh, <laughs> one particular that does, so I know at least one lawyer, but they're not a copyright lawyer, so. <laughs> yeah, copyright law is definitely. They do uh... divorces, so if you need a divorce lawyer, <laughs> get a hold of me. <laughs> copyright law can be tricky, there's a lot of loopholes. You know, and there's ways to get around it. People who are really good at it can find ways to get around it. The One of the more recent uh, copyright, weird copyright things that have come up was with Sabrina, the Netflix show. Oh, yeah. And the statue of Baphomet that was in that. They were sued by the Satanic Temple, who is oh, not yeah. to be confused with the Church of Satan. They are mm-hmm. two yeah. separate things. Two different kinds of butthurt, yeah. Yep. So uh, the Satanic Temple sued them because apparently they own the copyright to the Baphomet statue with two children standing in front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen this. So there's all kinds of different iterations of this statue, and they can't copyright Baphomet himself because he's an ancient icon that's been used forever. But that this, the fact that it's a statue and the fact that it has two children in front of it Oh. Is totally why they sued and they settled. Netflix gave them money and credit for it. So I thought that was really interesting because you wouldn't think that it's it's a statue and it's of something that everybody, you know, you the Church of Satan uses it, the Satanic Temple uses it. It's been used it's imagery that's been used for eons now. But apparently because of the very specific usage, they were able to copyright it and then sue. I didn't know that. Over the usage. I really wish my superpower could be the little star, the more you know. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think of it half the time when I'm doing this podcast. What is that, ABC or NBC? I think it's ABC. Was it ABC? That's forever ago. They don't don't give us information anymore on those channels. So, (laughs) but I, it was... What happened? It was just crazy to me to think that... um, it, it was funny to even read that headline, the Satanic Temple suing Netflix over Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, you, I, it bothers me sometimes when I hear this, these stories because, well, are you that bored? Right. Are you that bothered? No, yeah. you're, not, you're not really that bothered. No, no. and it, I, to you me, it's attention? one of those things where, like, somebody probably Googled the baphomet statue or baphomet and that was one of the images that came up so they're like oh yeah well this is what we'll use not thinking that somebody would have trademarked that or copy wrote it i can't remember if they trademarked it or it's probably one of those um use it and ask for ask for forgiveness instead of permission yeah i think they're on a a strict timeline we need something now well that's easy let's just do that and then we'll well we'll see what happens yeah and you know, you know, not to talk shit about the Satanic Temple because I don't want them suing us because they are quite the sue happy little group of people. Um, I don't want them to give me hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's like 
Seriously, guys. This, that's how That has to be how they make all of their money, is by suing over stuff like this. They just, they put a copyright out on the right thing, you know, and now they just, money, money, Plus, money, I money, hate, money. As well, hate copyright trolls and patent trolls. Yeah, and... website trolls. Those ones, those people who buy website domains and then sit on them. And it's all great <laughs> PR because now we're sitting here talking about it. Yeah, And otherwise, true. we would just talk about the show. And right. instead, we're... We're talking about the interesting things happening behind the scenes. Yep. But so they'll get to keep using it. it. They've it's been settled, and now we get to see the credits to the Satanic Temple at the end of each Sabrina. Well, no, they paid episode. for it. They better show it a lot more. I know, like, right? Get the more bang for their buck there. Right. <laughs> Gonna have it predominant like in front of their house. Now. I know. Why are we I hanging know. out with statues so much? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's magnetic. Just pulls us in. Apparently, the original. And this is just another little juicy tidbit. Apparently, the original image of Baphomet also had boobs because it was supposed to be male and female. So it had phallus and breasts. And if they would have just made it the original Baphomet they with the boobs, they would have been fine. But they did not. Add more. See, boobs fix things. That's basically <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> but then you get all these other people trying to call in. They're bothered by the boobs. Yeah. Alliterations. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how many people are bothered yeah. by the boobs. Yeah. I mean, you don't even know. There's going to be a lots of them. I can guarantee you people. that people are more upset that it has to do with the occult this <laughs> yeah, show than boobs. the fact that there would be boobs in it. Just judging by my experience with the general public. You know what? Let's go back and choose different. <laughs> Let's choose that there's boobs on the statue instead and see what happens. I wish that... Let's pick a different wish, uh, alternate. You know, it'd be nice to do that sometimes. Just for little things. Just to see what happens. But... Then you get into the whole butterfly effect stuff. You don't really want to Which be Which I watched today. That. I watched Butterfly Effect. Yeah. I think it's an awesome movie. Yeah. I always it's... thought... That, that, I think that was the first movie that I ever uh, thought about or understood the concept of uh, changing... Or you know, deep concepts like that. Right. Where the timeline's affected by the tiniest things. They did it... Vis- it was visually very done very well. I mean, when I watched like Back to the Future, I got the concept, but like... I didn't understand how tiny, tiny things... Right. I wasn't thinking that tiny things could, but, you know. Yeah. And now I better understand. I don't know. That was the first time I was ever like, ooh, deep thinking about this. It's crazy to think that a movie starring Ashton Kutcher could get you it's, into that <laughs> into that mind space. It's but. crazy they casted uh, the, the actress that played his mom because she was not a good actress. No. Nope. <laughs> Which made Ashton look really good, yeah. I guess. That's, yeah. how they, that's why they put yeah. her there. There you go. All right, I got... RateMe.social up right now on my phone. And uh, we're just going to close this with give you guys a one-star rating. Oh. You're terrible. I give you zero stars. You gave me like a... Yeah, because you showed up on time. He's being a bitch. (laughs) I'm going to earn that one star. Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> yeah, I'm middle of the road. I have right. 3.328 right now. Um, this could potentially ruin my life. Don't do this to me. I know, right? He's not going to be able to get that we, apartment he wanted. You're going to get a zero stars. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll be on the, the list for uh, 24 hours until I can get my score back up after getting so many people yeah, scoring I'm me. I'm so glad life doesn't work that way. I'm not yeah. social enough to maintain that sort of But it does. Kind of does. does. Yeah. Unfortunately. Eh. Yeah. With that, stay thirsty for more Black Mirror coming out this spring. Really? <laughs>